these poor, poor people are putting what they can in front of the cult as a way of honoring Jesus, and they're putting sticks and even the clothes off their back. Uh, uh, the triumphal entry is all is about praise, and uh, we want to make we kind of want to just praise the Lord a lot more today and embody what they did in praising the King as He came in. Uh, if you would like to uh, find in your Bibles uh, John chapter number twelve, uh, you may do that. John chapter number twelve. And while you're getting there, let me pray, and um, we're going to, um, I'm actually going to try to make this more of a homily, a shorter message, and we're going to go back into some more praise, okay? Lord, thank you so much once again for your word, and thank you for being you. Thank you for the worship we've had already this morning, and thank you that we're going to just, we're going to come in and worship, we're going to go out and worship that um, you're worthy of all of it. And so, Lord, um, pray that as we uh, open your word together today, that you will be honored and that it'll just turn our eyes more towards you to worship you more. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. As the John 12, John 12. As... Um, as we read earlier, as Steve was talking about Jesus, this is uh, the last week in Jesus' life, and he starts it off, and he, he goes and he gets this donkey. He sends the disciples out, and uh, he begins riding down the Mount of Olives on this donkey. Really, it's very symbolic, because David, when he was betrayed by Absalom, went out, out riding on the Mount, you know, over the Mount of Olives, out, out of Jerusalem on a donkey. And Jesus here, the son of David, comes riding in. And he comes fulfilling that, that prophecy out of Zechariah that he, the, your, your king would come gentle and riding on a donkey. And as, they, as he went down the Mount of Olives, everyone began singing and praising. Hosanna to the son of David. Glory to the king. They began singing a song even of, of Sukkot. If you don't know Sukkot, Sukkot is uh, the, the uh, Hebrew word for what we call the Feast of Tabernacles. If you remember, Tabernacles is uh, where they, they celebrated the time that they were uh, in, in the desert and they had to live in tents. And God wanted them to always remember that they lived in tents. And so they made these tabernacles. And they did something really incredible as Jesus was riding down this hill. They actually cut off palm branches and laid them on the ground in front of Jesus. Isn't that cool? Isn't that awesome? Do you, do you get it? Hopefully you will after I explain it a little bit. You know, palms are something really interesting in Scripture. When, when the Israelites, as I said, they, they came out of Egypt and went, went through the desert, one of the first places they came uh, by was um, Elam. It was a place where they had 12 springs of water and 70 palms. 70. What, now, why would they include this in Scripture? 12 springs, 70 palms. You, you probably would remember there's how many tribes of Israel? Thank you. And what about 70? That's an interesting number. 
Well, you might think, well, Jesus sent out the 70, right? Well, in, uh, in the book of Genesis, there's a t- the list of the table of nations. There happens to be 70 of them. So the whole idea here is, the, is that um, the, it's for everybody. You've got Israel and you've got the nations. And when they are celebrating Sukkot, when they're celebrating this Feast of Tabernacles, what they do is they take these palm branches and they, they make little huts for themselves to live in these tents so that they can remember their time in the desert. And when they come along and, and Jesus is coming, they're announcing him as king. They are uh, pulling off these palm branches and laying them down before him. He's actually melding two different feasts because this is, remember, this is not the Feast of Tabernacles he's going into, right? What feast is it? Passover, thank you. But he's, he's going down and they're putting these palm branches down. You know, it's something else that's interesting about palm branches. When, when Solomon builds his temple, he has etched in the sides of the temple palms. When Ezekiel sees the vision of the temple, what does he see on the, in the, on the sides of the temple? Palms. When, when Jesus comes down, he's actually melding these two feasts, the Feast of Passover and the Feast of Sukkot. And, he, and what is actually happening is he is saying, I am this new temple. I am the temple that is proper out of, out of Solomon, out of his, uh, Solomon's temple, out from Ezekiel's temple. And he, they are, he's mel- meshing these two feasts as he's coming in. And you say, preacher, can you really get all of that out of a palm branch? Flip over to the book of Revelation with me. There's two places in the book of Revelation where these palms are mentioned. Only two. John chapter 12, where they cut the palm branches off and laid them down at Jesus' feet. And in Revelation chapter number 7, starting in verse 4, it says, I heard the number of those who were sealed 144,000 sealed from every tribe of the sons of Israel. How many again? Twelve springs of water. Sorry. Uh, From the tribe of Judah, 12,000. From the tribe of Reuben, 12,000. Gad, 12,000. Asher, 12,000. Naphtali, 12,000. Manasseh, 12,000. Simeon, 12,000. Levi, 12,000. Isaacar, 12,000, Zebulun, 12,000, Joseph, uh, 12,000, Benjamin, 12,000 were sealed. After these things I looked, and behold, a great multitude which no one could count. From every nation and all tribes and peoples and tongues standing before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed in white robes, and palm branches were in their hands. See that? And they cry out with a loud voice, 
Salvation to our God who sits on the throne and to the Lamb. What did they say when he came down into Jerusalem? Behold the King! And all the angels were standing around the throne and around the elders and the four living creatures. And they fell on their faces before the, before the throne and worshipped God, saying, Amen! Blessing and glory and wisdom and thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. And one of the elders answered, saying to me, These who are clothed in the white robes, who are they? And where have they come from? I said to him, My Lord, you know. By the way, it's a really good answer. If, if you have an angel come to you and ask you a question that you don't know, Lord, you know. And he said to me, These are the ones who come out of the great tribulation, and they have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Did you see that? Going to the feast of Passover, the blood of the Lamb. For this reason they are before the throne of God, and they serve him day and night in his temple. And he who sits on the throne will spread his tabernacle. The feast of tabernacles? He'll spread his tabernacle over them. They will hunger no longer, nor thirst any more, nor will the sun beat down on them, nor any heat. For the Lamb in the center of the throne will be their shepherd and will guide them to springs of the water of life. And God will wipe every tear of their eyes. Do you see how all that comes together? It's an incredible book. God put it all together. And the, all of this, everything that Jesus did when he, uh, he came into Jerusalem, he goes to the temple, right? He clears out the temple. He ends, that, he ends part of that week. He, he makes his most, um, uh, the, the most amazing prophecy where he said, your, your house will be left to you desolate. Then we know that he was cut off in the middle of the week and he died. And the reason he came was to take this house that was outside, this temple that was made of rocks and stone and mortar and cedar and covered with gold and it was a beautiful thing. But what he wanted to do was Instead, make a greater temple of living stones. He wanted to take the place where it said that God would dwell the presence above the cherubim, above the ark. He wanted to take that and instead make it so that he dwelt in us. The whole point of his coming down the Mount of Olives. The whole point of the last week of his life, becoming the lamb that was slain for us, was so that we could get to him and he could indwell us with his presence. And this picture of him coming down the Mount of Olives, they're laying these, these palm branches down before him, praising him, is a picture that we can see how we have become the heavenly temple. 
We're going to go back into praise again here in just a moment. As we do, I want you to get the picture of it's not just us. We have the God of heaven and earth living inside of us. If you, if anyone, uh, I don't know if anyone online or in here may need that salvation, you might say, hey, I've never done that before. I've never followed Jesus with all of my heart. I've never committed my life wholeheartedly to him. Do that today. That's the whole point of him coming and dying and being, we'll, 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 be, we'll be celebrating the resurrection next week. But the whole point was so that we would have a way to get to him so that he could fill and live within us. If you've not done that, please see me. If you're online, call me, email me. Let's get together. Let's make sure this is right. I want to make sure everyone has, has taken that step and said, I'm going to follow him. I'm going to lay everything down. I'm yours. There's another step too. You know, it's like God's given us a gift. And he wants to make sure that that, that gift is opened. And he wants to make sure that we are fully active in the Holy Spirit. Like I said, he wants to live within us. Right? Which is a good thing. And he, he uses the Holy Spirit for us to get to him. But he also wants us to unwrap that package and let the Holy Spirit work fully in and through us and be filled fully by the Spirit of God. Maybe you would say, Pastor, I have no idea what you're talking about, but I'd like to know. Talk to me later. That's a different sermon. and I'm not going to go into it fully, but if you need to be filled by the Spirit of God, see me. Let's, let's pray over you, and let's, let's unwrap that package, because it's yours. It's like you get a gift, but you leave it sitting on the table yours already. It's just a package you have to unwrap. Let me, um, let me pray for you, and we're going to go back into some worship. Lord, thank you. Thank you for the tremendous gift of Jesus. What an awesome gift. Holy Spirit, continue to work within us and through us as we continue to praise your name this morning. Lord, you are amazing. We love you. I ask, Lord, that if, um, if anyone needs to follow you or to be filled with the Spirit or to uh, just take, take a step of saying, I, I need to rededicate my life, Lord, let them do that today. Let them get their, right life, their life right with you. And Lord, let us follow you wholeheartedly together. What a great time to do it. In Jesus' name. Amen. Mm-hmm.